Before I started an entrepreneur journey, I always saw people that had a million subscribers, thousands of followers, or someone that had hundreds of likes and comments. I used to see them as rich people, right? So I, I bet you, you too, right? <laughs> so, but after getting on this journey, I saw someone like Russell Brunson, Myron Golden, Alex Hormozy, Rachel Peterson, and so many more. They all have way less subscribers and way less engagement on their content. Okay, if you see on, uh, if you see their YouTube channel, if you see their uh, social media on Instagram, right? They all have less likes and comments. And but but they are making bank. They are they make more money than the one that had that that has thousands of followers, right? Which is weird, right? So that's when I realized I was wrong. Okay, so it doesn't matter how many people follow you if you can't convert them into customers. Okay, it's pointless. It's pointless. So by the end of this episode, you are going to discover how to make your content as a lead gen machine. And after listening to this episode, the content that you put out there will generate leads and customers for you 24-7. Wow, how cool is that, right? So today's guest is Surya. He started his entrepreneurship journey six years back with selling products on Amazon US market from India. He's the host of my marketing radio show and he eventually made his way creating social media content for eight-figure entrepreneur like steve j larson he is focusing on youtube as evergreen lead gen strategy he stand by getting results to people before they even start working with me through my content that is so cool <laughs> that is so cool right so all right this is the first part of the whole interview so Subscribe to this podcast if you want to turn your content into lead gen and customer generator. And you can always get it on demand. Just like, pop, okay? Okay, pop. Did you hear my snapping finger? Like that? Okay, so, yeah. Alright, so, let's begin. So, here are some of the biggest questions when it comes to content marketing. Why does the content that gets tons of likes and comments does not make more money than the one with a few likes? And why do some influencers with more than 10,000 followers are still broke while the ones with a few hundreds only make a fortune? And how come the content that is so good still cannot make people buy while the simplest one can? Well today, people are obsessed with the number of followers, likes and comments whenever they put on a content. And the truth is, those things are what makes people broke. So, how do these successful marketers create content that generates money? Those are the questions, and on this podcast, you'll find the answers. I'm your host, Ashraf, and you're listening to Content Marketing Hacks. What is up, Surya? Welcome to the Content Marketing Hacks podcast. Uh, I am so glad to have you here. I'm super excited to be here and share my insights, and thanks for, thanks for uh, having me on the show today. Yeah, awesome. So Surya, uh, so you're specialized in YouTube content, right? I love Correct. what you're doing. I love the way you structure your thumbnail, you know. It's, it's, oh, thank it's, you. It's, it's actually really beautiful, you know. And uh, why why do you like doing YouTube? Okay, uh, uh, the one thing that I decide, uh, YouTube is not something that I decided on my own. 
Okay, so the, uh, if you look at a little bit, let's suppose you are planning a platform. Let's suppose you're choosing a platform that you want to create content on. Mm-hmm. The usual pattern that I was taught around was like, hey, uh, choose a social media platform that you want to go around and start publishing content. It can be Facebook, it can be uh, blogs, it can be YouTube, it can be Instagram, whatever the platform it is. You decide the platform and you start publishing and uh, hope people would come and buy from you. That's the whole thing that I was learning around. And that's something that I have been taught by the people that I was following. And uh, as soon mm-hmm. as I started publishing content on these platforms, I realized that, hey, I was publishing content, but for some odd reason, no one is actually coming in and even asking me on anything, buying from me. And yeah. that's when I decided that the social media platform that you choose should not actually come from you. It mm. should actually come from the people that are consuming your content, that are your dream buyers. They should be the people that should guide you. It's the same thing as who are your buyers? Where are they congregating at? And when you are looking at where are they congregating at, the one thing that you can actually start doing is if you do not know where to look for or where to start publishing content, the one thing that you can actually start doing is like, look at the people that are actually creating your customers, look at them, ask, uh, look at what, uh, what platform are they asking their customers to consume content on? And if they, if you have a similar audience, that should be the platform that you should be creating content on as well, so that you do not, you do not have to figure out what platform it is. And as I was doing that for myself, I was led to YouTube. That's the reason I'm mm-hmm. going all in on YouTube. So yeah, that's that's premise of it. All right. So you mentioned before in the pre-interview that uh, you do the social media first, and then before you go into the YouTube stuff, right? So is there, is there a story behind it? Like why do you oh, start yes. seven to doing YouTube? Uh, we got five to 10 minutes for the backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a long journey, not a short one for sure. Oh, okay. So, is there a shorter version for it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, try. I'll aim to keep it shorter. So uh, okay. <laughs> a couple of years back, this is where I would say right. start. A couple of years back, uh-huh. I started, I stumbled upon Russell Brunson and I came across One Fun Levy Challenge. If you know uh, Russell Brunson and the whole ClickFunnels yeah. community, you would know One Fun Levy Challenge. And I joined One Fun Levy Challenge for the very first time and I completely forgot that I was in One Fun Levy Challenge for the very first time. Mm-hmm. I did not even open the session, open, I did not even log in, watch any video. And after a couple of months, I realized that I think I bought something, but I did not <laughs> go through it. And that was a scenario, I believe that you might have experienced the same as well, like where you bought already something, but you never had a chance to go through it. And that mm-hmm. was me. That was me all over like hundreds of times. And I realized that, okay, uh, I can, I have the recordings that is really good, but I wanted to surround myself with the like-minded people. And mm-hmm. I have, I have signed up for one fun of challenge again. This time I have it on my calendar. Really good thing. If you ha- don't, don't put your stuff on your brain. It's not going to take a lot of stuff there. So put it on your calendar so that you can actually follow up. It can actually follow up with you. To be frank, that's exactly what I did. And second time I started watching the live One Family with Challenge. And there is this one person that actually caught my attention. His name is Steve J. Larson. He mm-hmm. yelled the crap off me. And I, I instantly fell in love with uh, the approach that he was taking, calling me out, even though if it's an, uh, if it's a, uh, uh, pre-recorded stuff he i felt like i was being called where people <laughs> usually do not call me on stuff and i was like holy crap i really yeah. like the way that he's calling me without showing me a finger on my face yeah and, i felt that uh, 
So uh, I really enjoyed the way that he created content and that he educated his content. And I started following him in person. And eventually I ended up like buying a lot of stuff from him and I fell in love with him. I was, uh, there was this event back in like November, 2020, he had an event, uh, which was like offer launch. And there was, that was the very first time that I was going to one of his events. I was super excited. I was going all in. I was getting everything that I can do to get his attention to me because whenever you're going to the live event, it's better to get your, get uh, the speaker's attention to you so that they can recognize mm-hmm. you. It's it's a really good hack if you want to build relationship with people. Be be uh, be uh, what communicate with them. Be engaging in their community. That's a really good place because they have a community and they want people to engage in that community. So the very very best thing that you can actually do to get their attention is to actually engage in the community. That's what exactly I did. And uh, as part of the event, I ended up as in the top two guys who were like engaging the most in the entire event and i had a privilege to uh uh have a one-on-one 90 minute session with him and i was like Mm. he is my dream mentor and i got to have a 90 minutes coaching session consulting session with me him giving me insights on his business and i was like holy crap that's a lot of stuff and eventually he had an opening for the social media guy and i was like he knows me and i he knows my name and he already knows what I do. So why not just apply and see if for any chance, if I get clicked, I will be like bringer. And I applied oh. and of all the 300 plus people applied, I was selected as a social media guy. And that's how I ended up as a social media guy for Steve. And I did a lot of uh, his content on uh, Instagram, Facebook group, Facebook uh, pages, YouTube. He did the stuff, but I was managing his content and uh, managing the comments on uh, community in the Facebook uh, and YouTube as well. That's how I ended up as a social media guy. And that's my backstory when it comes to social media. Wow. We so, y- you know, your story. Yeah. So your story uh, is kind of a bit si- similar to Steve himself, you know, where he correct uh, engaged in, in Russell Facebook group and he ended up true. You know, getting a job <laughs> in ClickFunnels. So true. So true. It's that is so, so cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, OK, so are, are you still creating content for him? No, no, no. On, we are no, no longer working together because of some parameters, but we are no longer working with. But I really respect, respect him to the core. He's one of the people that I can call brother, born from another mother. I really respect him wow. and I really care about him. Wow, that is so cool. <laughs> props to yes. him. Hey, props Such to you. A lovely you know? <laughs> All right. So, okay. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I actually thought that you were, you know, voluntarily doing that. And you know, oh no, I was actually getting paid. That's the beauty of it. Oh, dang, that is so cool. All right, so, um, uh, okay, so you specialize in YouTube content. Okay, you talk about Correct. um creating endless content ideas in your YouTube channel. You know, you talk Correct. all things about content, uh, True. and and you know, a lot of content actually. So, Correct. so it seems that you specialize in content. Okay, in content marketing. True. So, I want to know. What mistakes uh, that you that you see people do in content marketing? So uh, if I have to go back and refer, I love stories, by the way, just in case if you're feeling like, hey, I'm sharing a lot of stories. Yeah, that's what my mentor taught me. And that's what all the people that I followed do. So why I do not want to be a pioneer. So I share a lot of stories and my stories are something that actually helped me learn from this. So 
story here it comes so uh, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things in fact as i was working alongside steve i have created something called 10 immutable laws of content these are the wow. laws again i created them and i if you know 21 immutable laws of marketing that's where i took the headline from it was really yeah. good so 10 yeah, immutable really laws of content that's where i created uh 10 laws uh-huh. that uh help me guide when i'm creating content when i'm planning my content and uh the mm-hmm. each law has one failure behind it where i failed personally and that cre- that became the law so that i do not go beyond them if when i'm creating content and i'll share you a quick two things that uh help me uh create two laws okay uh so uh, when i'm when i'm creating content for steve uh this was uh, first few days when i was onboarded as a social media guy for him i was uh, mm-hmm. i went ahead and created a bunch of uh uh carousel posts and i created a bunch of images uh for facebook group and stuff everything you know when you when you get to be uh, working with your uh, dream mentor you will be going all around the place you will be so excited you will be ex- encouraging and doing all the stuff without giving any guidance because you love him and i was yeah. doing the same thing and i created a bunch of stuff and i realized that we were on the call with steve and we were planning something called campaign calendar and mm-hmm. i was not aware of a campaign calendar prior to that point of time and the campaign calendar says that hey this is the day that we are actually promoting this piece of content and this piece of event this piece of program anything that is a revenue based activity it goes on the calendar mm. and the event was uh, of a launch or something like that and i created all the posts all the social media content that is completely contradicting the event so basically everything that i actually created gone to drain that is mm. when i realized that you do not create content for the sake of creating content that is what exactly i did do not riff content you can riff on any other social media platform any on videos but that is not how if you want to generate leads that is not how it's going to work you need to plan your content based on the thing that you're actually promoting you reverse engineer stuff and see hey what are some of the things that my customers need to believe in before even showing them the offer what are the stuff that they have uh, challenges around what are their objection objection based content education based content every piece of content that actually moves them towards the offer towards the event towards the program that you wanted to do towards the webinar that you wanted to do it's like a customer journey that's a content journey by the way that's what i call you have to walk them through the journey towards the offer through your content and that is the very first thing that i have mm-hmm. learned that is one of the laws do not riff content plan your content based on the based on the event based on the offer that you're actually promoting and the second thing even though i was doing all of this stuff the one thing uh, i did not do was like i was creating content but whenever someone consumed a piece of content they did not know what to do next it's like uh, it's like take google maps for example you set a destination and google started giving you instructions and when you say that hey go 2 miles forward and it not give you any instructions from there 
What should you do? Yeah. You have left, right, and you have strike. What would you do? That is what exactly <laughs> I was doing. I said that I was creating content. I was doing something, but I was saying that, hey, go two meters forward, two miles forward, and I was not taking them anywhere. It sucks, by the way. Mm -hmm. I felt that because I was not, there were a lot of leads that I missed. Not a really good thing. In fact, I, there was a situation where I actually missed 345 leads just because I did not know one specific aspect in Instagram. Uh -huh. That sucks, really. <laughs> the day before so, I said that we have 345 leads, the day after I said that we have zero leads because I did not keep track of them. So this is the time <laughs> where you work for Steve, right? Where you create Correct. content for him and Correct. you get leads. Okay, you I get got leads, but leads. you don't know. Okay. There was this one feature that I did not know in this platform that made me lose all of the leads, all of these leads. I did not, <laughs> I did, I was not able to see those data. Mm. That is not a really good place for to be, in, especially when you're starting out and we are when you're working with your mentor. So, mm. uh, really be careful on the on the details. But anyways, coming back. So when I was creating content, the one thing that was missing was call to actions. But you might be asking me saying, hey, Surya, should I have call to actions on every single post on my social media content, or whatever platform that you choose? It can be YouTube, it can be Instagram, it can be Facebook, it can be podcasting, doesn't matter what it is. You need to have a call to action. Mm -hmm. Is it too much? Yes, it will be too much because if you do not do it, it will cost you too much because you do not know what piece of content your customer is actually coming into your world. Mm. Mm -hmm. So always have a call to action, no matter what content that you are creating. If you're creating Instagram posts, put the call, put the call to action in the description section. Facebook group, do the same thing. YouTube content, YouTube, have a call to action in the last five to six seconds. Podcasts, outros, everything or have a call to action. If you are, if you're, if you're wondering like what call to action should I have, you can have a same call to action on whatever that you're actually promoting for every single post that you do. It's completely okay. The one thing that I came to realize is that no one fucking gives a thought on what did, what was your call to action like yesterday on the previous post, what would be call to action on the next post. They do not have that much time to think about that. All they mm -hmm. want to do is like, what is now? That's yeah. it. So yeah. second rule, second law, have call to actions no matter what it is, no matter what piece of content it is. So these are the two mistakes that I did that costed me like crazy. Don't do that. Don't do that for sure. So yeah, these are the two things I would say. And there are eight more. Uh, uh, Asaf, just let me know. I'll be sharing you a, a downloadable document. It's just one page stuff. I'll send. I'll send it to you so that you can share it with your uh, viewers. Awesome. So uh, Surya, you know, just uh, uh, before we go into the next question, I just want to remind you that this is PG thirteen. So uh, Let's not uh -huh. use that word again, you know? Oh, sure, 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 yeah. sure. <laughs> okay, cool, right. cool, cool. All right, that's all. Okay, so uh, okay, so when you promote something, right, what, what did you promote before when you worked for Steve? Uh, there were events, there was uh, uh, offer launch event, offer lab event, and there was like uh, offer mind, and there was in, uh, internet launch secrets. If you have been through those, yeah, these are some of the things that I have actually created content for. Uh huh. Okay. There so were different things. The the good thing is that it's not. Uh, there is webinars. There is events. There is in person events. There are live events, and it's different mm -hmm. things. No matter what event, that, no matter what you are actually promoting, the principle still stands the same. 
It's just a question of how are you taking that principle and applying it for this offer? That's it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what in so you you mentioned before that a lot of content that you create before uh, didn't work, right? A lot of them uh, went to trash. So what kind of content that didn't work? <laughs> it would be so embarrassing to share myself, but yeah, that that is what. <laughs> Uh, that is what teaches us a lot of stuff. It's not the success yeah. that teaches us stuff. It's the failures yeah. that actually teaches us uh, to help us move forward to succeed. And I'm happy to share uh, my failures. So mm-hmm. coming back to the question of what did not work for me, uh, do you know the concept of uh, omnipresence? Yeah. Creating yeah, content from... on all the social media platforms, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, learned it from I was Benjamin. creating content, correct. I, I okay. respect that, uh, thought I did that. I have been there. I was creating content on Instagram, Facebook group, Facebook page, uh, my own business, uh, YouTube. The one thing that after doing all of that was like, it takes a lot of time. If you do not know by any chance, like uh, for, for who's watching this video, if you do not know what omnipresence is, uh, omnipresence is like, let's suppose you are watching this video. We rip this audio and we put it on the podcast. We rip, mm-hmm. uh, we uh, edit a specific section of this video and we put it on Instagram Reels, Instagram uh, TV, IGTV. They're using different platforms to get people people's attention. And that's what omnipresence is. And I was mm-hmm. doing that stuff. And the biggest challenge that I was facing was like, it took a lot of time. And mm-hmm. that time was not focused on revenue based revenue based activities these are the stuff that uh, that i'm doing that i was doing behind the scenes and uh, th- that was one of the things and uh, when i was doing all of these things i was spending more of my time which is more valuable i was spending most of my time editing stuff and making uh, content specific uh, co- content rather than actually creating more content to get more people into my world so one of my biggest one of my biggest mistakes that did not work was like going omnipresent and creating content on all the specific platforms based on one piece of content. And uh, mm-hmm. the reason I say that did not work for me is because the intent of the people that are watching on YouTube is completely different than the intent of the people that are consuming content on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Okay, Ashraf, a quick question for you. What uh, What yeah. is the number one platform that you go for when you have a question, when you want to solve a problem? What is the one platform that you go for? Uh, so, Facebook, Can I be. think. Uh, especially if I have the if I have the community for that, right? So, cool. yeah. Usually and I... if you want to chill stuff, if you want to some pass by pass some time, what is the platform that you go for? Uh, YouTube, definitely. I think I go there to you go. YouTube. So that is a key principle. For every individual person, there are two types of platform. There is something called a primary-based platform and secondary-based platform. One platform that they is a go-to for solving a specific problem for solving. For me, it is YouTube. I go to YouTube mm. whenever I have a challenge. I go to YouTube, watch a video, and solve my problem. Uh-huh. And if I want to, if I want to have, if I have some leisure time, and if I want to spend some time watching some videos to just to entertain myself, I go to Instagram. So every mm-hmm. individual person, each and individual uh, customer of yours have these characters as well. There is one social media platform that they go to for solving a problem. 
and one go-to platform for for entertaining themselves. And my go-to platform, my customers go-to platform when it comes to solving a problem is YouTube. So I be on YouTube. Wow, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay, that's awesome. So you, so the reason why you do YouTube is because you want to, you know, you want to be omnipresent. Correct. Because you can I, use it. You, you, yeah. Coming back to uh, again, I felt that I kind of left that question off. So uh, coming back to the omnipresence thing. Whenever I'm creating content on YouTube, I'm not actually ripping it off and putting it on podcast. I'm not segmenting it and putting it on Instagram. The one thing that I see that worked for me, I'm not saying that would work for you or whoever that is watching. I'm not saying anything. The one thing that has worked for me is focus because that was one of the biggest thing that was missing when I was doing all of these things. I was distracting mm-hmm. myself from actually doing stuff by just thinking stuff and thinking does not help you in any form or shape thinking when put in action only gets you results yeah so i focus on one specific platform till i hit 1 million dollars in revenue from that specific platform it doesn't mean that hey asurya would you be using ads would should i only use content do whatever works for you if you already have a proven funnel proven offer that you are already working that is actually working for you on other traffic sources like facebook ads instagram ads do that use a different social media platform if after you hit a million dollars from that one specific source branch out to the second one and if you are in state that hey i do not have much following i do not have uh, much of an online presence i'm just starting out from scratch and i need to get I need to put money, I need to get leads in so that I can actually call them and close them and make my offer validated. If you are in such a place, then focus on one specific platform, which is can be YouTube, it can be podcasting, it can be a Facebook group, doesn't matter what it is. You need to be there with focus and focus alone is not going to help you. And one of the biggest things that I realized is that this happened to me. Let me know uh, if this happened to you as well. I created a lot of content and I put a lot of energy into creating one piece of content and I put there online and I was crossing my fingers and saying that, hey, this is going to go viral. My life is going to change and (laughs) I'm going to be a millionaire for sure. Did that happen for you? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I can relate to that. (laughs) It did happen to me like every single time. Whenever, whenever you are having, whenever you're creating content, the one thing, the one thing that you need to realize is that you are creating content to get leads down the line. There are two things again, getting leads right enough and getting leads down the line, getting leads right enough include like Facebook ads, anything that you can buy, uh, whenever you can buy speed with money, that is getting leads right now. Webinars, Mm -hmm. uh, anything through ads, anything that is what it is. If you're not in place for that, spend time to get leads by actually talking to them. And if you have got time, definitely do create content so that you can actually get leads down the line as well. So yeah, when it comes to focus, when it comes to creating content, I focus on one platform, one traffic source at any given point of time until unless I hit $1 million through that specific platform. It can be through ads, it can be through organic, doesn't matter what it is. One platform gets my complete focus. And then only then I branch out wow awesome so okay so now you put all your energy into youtube right i can see that you can you are consistently publishing it on youtube so yeah 
It's awesome. I think for me, YouTube is a bit harder because there's a lot of editing. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh yes, you, maybe, maybe for sure. Yeah, for sure. I can relate to that 150 percent. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a lot uh, of time. Usually, usually, what's yeah. your what's your what's your uh, how much time does it take to you to come up with content? Uh, so I spend my time uh, once in every month. Uh, in the okay. in the beginning of of every month, so I spend I spend a lot of them. Uh, brainstorming ideas uh it, it took That's me good. one day yeah for, for a whole month of idea <laughs> good the reason i brought that question is because some of the people that are watching might be having like hey surya how do i come up with content how do i come up with content ideas this yeah. is what i did so ashraf said that he spends once like one day to come up with one month uh, one month worth of content uh, mm -hmm. what i did was like i spend uh approximately half a day and i came up Ooh. with uh content ideas for july 2nd week i have content ideas done for july 2nd week quick note i said content ideas i did not say content on a whole all mm -hmm. i need was a content idea that i can actually relate when it comes to the campaign that actually goes back and ties with the campaign that i'm actually promoting yeah. for july 2nd week i got all things nailed down and whenever I have to go and create content, I spend one day. I'm one week ahead of my content. Let's suppose the what the videos that you're watching is something that I've actually created last week. So I spend one week ahead and I plan like one video on Mondays, one video on Wednesdays, and one one video on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And oh. I put there. That's oh, it. Wow. I do not spend much of time there because that is more like evergreen stuff that is something that generates me leads down the line not right mm -hmm. now so the rest mm -hmm. of the days i spend can i spend having conversations i spend uh, talking to people to generate leads right now again i'm mm -hmm. covering the two basic aspects generating talk, generating leads right now generating leads down the line yeah all right so yeah that is something that you can actually do if you do not want to go with the ads i was in the ads i did the ads completely worked for me i chose to uh, be in the organic side just because i wanted to know my customers better i'm just spending it for fun because i already got customers i do not i'm in need of customers more so spending time building that relationships mm -hmm. yeah. you might not be in the case so you want leads right now so do sell right now mm -hmm. so okay you spend so you spend a half day uh brainstorming ideas right just ideas Correct. okay and just ideas. you okay just ideas like content headlines kind of like that headline yeah. that's it i do not go okay. into the details i just put a headline when it comes to youtube i do spend a little bit of time uh just to go rank for the seo and stuff so mm -hmm. that takes me a little bit of time but if you are on social media platforms like facebook group facebook page facebook uh instagram SEO doesn't play much of a like game there. So you can create mm -hmm. content to consume. You can actually come up with content ideas that actually aligns with the campaign easier. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview and get so many golden nuggets. So since you have listened to the end, I have a free gift for you. And it's not a masterclass or any courses. Okay. It's a physical gift. Okay. I'm going to give you a free podcast microphone. That's right. Free podcast microphone. Wow. Right. So the reason is because when I started my podcast, I didn't use a mic. And as a result, I got low downloads and no people sign up on my email list. So I got frustrated. 
and I realized that maybe because of my bad audio quality and that's why people don't subscribe to it and maybe don't listen to the end so that's why they don't opt in to my email list. But after using a mic, my podcast has increased the download numbers and has give me leads every single day. So that's why I'm, I'm going to give it to you for free. Okay, so grab one at bit.ly forward slash free podcast mic. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash free podcast mic. The link is in the description below if you don't know the spelling.